Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Josh, uh, yesterday I. Me and my girlfriend decided to go to some life drawing, life painting, whatever it's called. Um, essentially, what it is is you go and sketch someone nude. Yeah. Now it was at PJ's in the city. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend. Where, by the way, I'm doing trivia tonight. Exactly we'll right. We'll be clothed, but yes, yes, we'll be doing trivia tonight. They had all of the windows and stuff uh, covered. I was going to ask about that because PJ's is an entire street yes. front facing venue. Yep. Like, so they had to. What do they? So curtains or I said to my girlfriend Sam, this is going to be nude drawing. That we're going to draw nude people. Is that okay? And yeah. she was like, it, "That's not life drawing. Is just drawing something of uh, in life." Oh, I thought life drawing was expressly nude people. Oh, I did too. Then I looked it up, and it can no, just be life. Can, yeah. Okay. Cool. We got there. Was very much nude people. Yeah. Okay. And so yeah. Mm-hmm. The, as we were walking like down past PJs, saw all of the windows boarded up, and I'm like, "This is going to be naked it's people. Going to be nude people." And then we walked inside, and then uh, one of the dudes there, I'm pretty sure it is Jack. He was mm-hmm. so cool. He was like, yeah. "Yeah, just come straight." We were like 40 minutes late, so he was like, "Come through here." And then he was like, "Straight through here." And Sam was like, "Oh, they are naked." Yeah. And I was like, "They yeah. sure are." Did she say that out loud? That loudly? I said it out loud. That loudly, <laughs> and no one else was speaking. I'm picturing a room yeah. where everyone's very quiet, just very. They were. They're yeah. all drinking and painting. So yeah. I. I was like outside. I was like, oh, they are naked. Great. All right. I didn't, by the way, I didn't say the great part. That would have been very, I think yep. they kick you out straight away if you seem too excited about it. Yeah. It's an important thing of, it's an artistic thing. And yes, exactly. I, I am passable at drawing. I was very good at... You are good at drawing, I will say. I learned how to draw by drawing The Simpsons when I was younger. I used to draw comic books for myself and give them to my parents. Um, I what found are, some of them around. Can I, is it, is it fair to say you were good at bubble writing as well? Yes. Yeah. So Ned was that guy. Actually, <laughs> I will say I was good at bubble writing except awful at distancing. So I would never fit it in the page or one, the A oh, would, then I would argue you're not good at bubble writing. So then no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was actually really bad at bubble writing. I remember I started doing an assignment on it once. But I'm passable at like just doing some sketches. I can I know how to move my hands in a way that can produce a drawing or whatever. It's not Jack from Titanic though, no, is it? No, yeah, no, no, not no, doing no. that. It's very basic. You're not getting any charcoals out. These two women, I had pencils. Mm. These two women were the, who the models were. They were like sitting at different places in the bar, nude. Yes. So you get it's what a life drawing is. It's like you get different angles of the human body, and it's kind of cool to like sort of. Try and get that onto not just draw someone straight on like a stick figure, but yes. like try and get a different angle of a human being and try and get all of like the shades and the yeah. tones or whatever. I wasn't. I don't, I can't do that kind of stuff. So I was like kind of like flying by the seat of my pants. I was like, hey, we'll just see whatever. They at the end of the ten minute session of like a pose. It's only ten minutes. Well, no, no, like they do ten oh, minutes. Oh, then they do another pose. Oh, right. Then okay, you go yeah. get a drink. Mm-hmm. Then another ten minutes. Yes. Then a big thirty minute one at the end. Um. They're like, all right, that's the 10 minutes. The models put on like a robe so they can walk around and not be naked Nude, all yeah, the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I go and get a wine because I feel red wine is the most artistic of all alcohols. So I went and got a red wine. There you go. That's a um, recommendation from artist Ned. I come back and one of the models I sketched poorly, by the way, was looking at what I'd done. Oh, no. She was like going around because of course she would. She's just been naked. She's like, I have more than... You need to be an art critic afterwards, do you? Yeah, I think you do if oh, you're naked. I guess you do. I'm bearing it in... This is my... in Like, this is me getting into her head. It's like, I have bared all. Literally, yeah, there's yes. not one side so of me. Yeah. So you, at the very least, can show me what you've done. She was like, there was this guy who was in front of me who'd brought his own, like, watercolours and stuff. Oh, so he was very into and it. And she was like, these are incredible. You need to let me take a photo. Let me follow you on Instagram. She was like, very, very... Like, she was taking it in. And I was like, can't be that good. And I looked over and I'm like, oh, my God, I would pay for what he's done. Like, that's incredible. She walked past mine and she was like, 
Oh wow! Oh wow! That kept the hair. She didn't stop. That's what I'll say. She like did. She said, "Oh wow!" as she was moving. The other guy, she was like, "What's your name?" To me, she was like, "Oh wow!" I thought she wanted to say, "Is that me?" And I was like, "Who? Well, <laughs> no one else in here is naked." So yeah, kind of <laughs> through process of elimination, it probably oh, is no. you. Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh wow! I didn't see that's, the kid that, come in and draw this. That was cool. The, when did the when did that five year old come in and do all of this? It's the review version of when you were in a conversation. Do you know what I mean? You're like, "Oh my god, that's crazy!" Yeah, it really. Oh, is. that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, just oh wow! Oh wow! That's that's definitely you've definitely put pencil to paper, haven't you? Incredible stuff. You know what I'd do? I, I would absolutely go to that that session and then just draw like bluey. <laughs> when people well, are like, what are you what, that's not me. I know, I yeah. just I wanted to draw what I wanted to draw. I'm sorry. Sam got quite frustrated and I suggested to her that she just start drawing Pokemon. <laughs> I was like, I, that's the seeing a, a bad. A if you're, if you're a model for a life drawing class, the only thing more horrible than seeing somebody's really bad attempt at drawing you is if yeah. they decided to draw yeah. something else. I was four wines deep at this yeah. suggestion, yeah. so yeah. I was very much getting into the tipsy drawing part of the oh, afternoon. That's a lovely Bulbasaur, <laughs> but I'm up here modelling. How dare you, Ned? Um, I had a very awkward phone call with my mum yesterday that. Uh, really shattered an illusion that I had about something that I did when I was a kid, something that I thought I'd gotten away with, but I actually hadn't. Mm. I was telling my mum a story about how uh, Carrie's nine-year-old has got this. We, I from Japan, I got him. We got the blow dart gun thing, yep. so we got these little plastic blow darts that blow out Nerf bullets, but they're like little. They're awesome. Yeah. Um, he is obsessed with his. He plays with it all the time. And we could not get him the other night to have a shower and get ready for bed. So I took the, the bullets. I was like, you get them back once you're ready for bed. Once you're ready for bed, now you have a massive straw. The nine-year-old is nine going on 15, though, and he decided to try and find the bullets. <laughs> what he was going to do was try and find what I'd hidden. And I, I'll be honest, I didn't expect him to have that reaction, so I didn't actually hide them. I just put them on a bench I didn't think yeah. he'd look on. And I thought to myself, my entire power structure here disappears if he finds these bullets. Yeah, of course. <laughs> because he will be gloating. It's like there will be a new man of the house. Like, I will lose any authority if he finds the bullets I've told him he's not allowed to have. I could not. I mean, it's definitely better the way you're doing it. Mm. I cannot imagine what would have happened to me if I said to him, if my dad's like, I'm, I'm granting you, I'm taking this away from you. And, I'll, and then I was like, I'm going to go and try and find it. And you found it. I yeah. certainly wouldn't be telling you this story yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is a different parenting style yeah. that we're going with. By the uh, way, your way is far better uh, and absolutely the way I'll be doing it. But yeah, I cannot even begin to imagine what that would have looked like. Showers had. Nerf bullets were given back and all was right in the world. Restored the peace. But I told my mum this story. I was like, can you imagine like him going and trying to find it? Mum's like, oh, yeah, you used to do that all the time. And I said, what? What? She's like, yeah, you didn't think we knew, but you used to steal stuff from us all the time. Like you used to get into the pantry and mum's like, I would have to think of new places to hide my dairy milk chocolate yeah. because you would go and find it. And she was like, it was so bad because I'd go to work and I'd be like kind of in the last hour of work looking forward to having a bit of chocolate, sitting, relaxing, having a cuppa. Yeah. And I'd get there and it'd all be gone. Yeah. And I must admit my world was shattered in that moment because I went, I thought 
my sister was competently getting the blame for this the whole yeah. time because I would I would plead ignorance to high hell. And I thought it may be like probably at his age too, at about nine when I was doing this, I was convincing my mum that it wasn't me. Yeah, I thought, you, I, like I thought, yeah. I've, you I've probably actually, were doing a great job at life. Like you, or you at least thought you were doing a great job at being like, like we, always, we always knew it was you. Yeah. We always knew it was you. And we used to joke about the fact that you were getting so good at finding the chocolate yeah. everywhere we would hide it. You're like a bloodhound. You're just sniffing it out. <laughs> A truffle like the pigs at customs, <laughs> like a truffle pig, <laughs> like a truffle pig. That's the closest analogy, I think. Yeah, I uh, actually have one that I kind of forgot about until v- as we were talking about it. I used to, and this will check out for you. This story, when I tell you, you'll be like, "Yeah, that sounds like that makes you. sense." Uh, I used to go into my dad's shed because he was a carpenter. He had to used to have a shed, and I used to just take nails and just put them, like nail them into trees and stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I used to think, because I, I knew that Dad had a box of nails, and so I was like, if he finds out I'm just nailing trees and stuff. And then I remember one day, his hammer that I also took was, like, different. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I remember him telling me, he's like, yeah, I had to change the hammers. I just gave you an old crappy rusty one. Yeah. I because He's like, I kept coming back and there'd be sap all over the yeah, hammer because you yeah. were very cross-eyed trying to nail it a nail into a tree it's amazing. and just hitting the tree. It's amazing you have thumbs. Exactly right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Can I say, 131060, I want to hear more of this. When did you try and steal something from your parents and they totally knew you were doing yeah, it? Of course. just let you get away with it or even caught you red-handed. I don't care. When have you tried to, and let's go with petty theft? Yeah. When have you tried to steal something from your parents thinking you were super slick? And they and knew all about it. They were like, we know what you're doing. Maybe you're currently a parent engaged in a sting operation. You're like, I'm just waiting for the right moment to drop the bombshell on my kid that I know they're doing this thing. It does rattle you because you're like, oh my god, well, so what else do they know? Like, what else have I been so doing? So much smarter than yeah. I thought they were. <laughs> We are wanting to know, after my mum revealed to me that I was not as slick as a nine-year-old at stealing chocolate as I thought I was, she mm. knew I was doing it the whole time. We want to know, 13, 10, 60, what have you been stealing from your parents? And they were pretty across it. Yep, exactly right. You probably, as a child, just thought, you know what, I'm absolutely getting away with this. And then your parents are like, no, you're a child and you're an idiot. And we knew what you were doing the entire time. Maddie from Charmwood, how are you, mate? Um, good, how are you guys Good, going? thank Very you. Very well, thank now, you, Maddie. Now, do you, do you have a situation where you were pinching something from your parents? Yeah, look, I think like most 17-year-olds, when you go to a bit of a party, you sneak into that liquor cabinet and you're like, well, I might try and steal a bit. <laughs> I remember trying to steal a little bit of whiskey and then just topping it up with, with apple juice for some stupid reason. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> I, I have no idea what you're talking about, Maddie. I would, I would, I would never I would do that. Never That's do anything like that. I have too much respect for the law <laughs> to do, do this. As, yeah. as do I. I um, think that everyone should wait till they're 18. Uh, but on another <laughs> side, yeah, definitely don't want to use apple. Apple juice. Because it's so much sweeter no. than whiskey. Did I would, you, if did I you, had to put myself in this kind of situation, I would more think that vodka and water would be a Yeah, that's the one you go. Superior. Well, not that I would know. Again, not that, not that, that I would know anything about this. And certainly if my parents are listening, I definitely didn't try and do this. Every child that's ever thought that idea has been caught, though. I will say, been caught for sure. I try to do it Again, just hi- purely hypothetical. Oh, I you, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, just yeah. me telling a funny story, but I tried to do it once with Bundaberg and water, and it looked so bad. <laughs> you water it down? Oh, it watered yeah. it down, but it like separated oh. from the whiskey. So I imagine, you could tell oh, that it was no. very much water in it. I would imagine that's what would happen. I, like, again, didn't ever do that, but <laughs> at the same time, have to imagine that that's the exact thing that would happen to my Auntie Cheryl's Bundaberg run. Casey <laughs> from Conda, how are you this morning? Hello. You there? How are you this morning, yes, Trace? Good, thank you. That's good. Now, did this ever happen to you when you were trying to steal something but got caught? Yes, yes. I used to sneak into my grandparents' room and 
I had an old garnet skin and that's where my grandfather used to keep his biscuits beside his bed. And I used to sneak in and put my hand in, take the biscuits, go back out, share with my sister. Yeah, brilliant. And um, on one occasion she said, it's your turn because I did it last time. So I snuck down into the, the yeah. bedroom, opened the bin, keeping a watch for somebody coming in, put my hand in, and next minute I started screaming. My grandfather had set a mousetrap. Oh, my, oh my God! God. <laughs> Your what? grandfather is like, I'll end yeah. this once and for all. Did he think maybe a mouse yeah. was getting into the biscuit tin, or was he, no, was he, aiming, was he <laughs> aiming? I don't know. I just remember him yelling out to my nan saying, Well, Stella, I've caught the mouse. Yeah, that's <laughs> fantastic. Oh, my God. You've also brought back... Such a vivid memory, Tracy, of anyone who grew up with siblings. I yeah. don't know, you. I'm sure you had it as well, Josh, but it being turned it to being do the your wrong thing. Turn. Yeah. Yeah, like, to go and ask to use the computer, to go and turn the PlayStation on, I'd be like, Ruby, it's your, like I asked last time, you have to go and ask. <laughs> Trace, there'd be, people driving yeah, to, so there'd be people driving to school this morning trying to convince kids that once upon a time at school you could get the cane. Yeah. yeah, yeah even earlier than true. that, granddads used to set up <laughs> mouse the mouse to get <laughs> Can I just say quickly, I am excited about the fact that he, we've had a massive couple of years from one of the world's biggest artists, and that is Sir Elton John. Yeah. That was not the song I meant to play. I mean, this is him. Yeah, it is. But it's right B, C. What I actually meant to play was Good. I accidentally hit, good. I accidentally yeah, hit yeah, Circle yeah, of yeah. Life instead. But that's, no, no, I mean, no, that's both fine. Both you know, work. They both are work. both him. Both work. Um, so he's apparently just announced his Farewell Yellow Brick Road Tour, which did a m- multiple stops here in Australia, seemingly played everywhere but Canberra. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's done. He's done now, the Farewell Yellow, but the Brick Road's gone. He's farewelled it. It's absolutely like it's signed off. Do you know where the last Sweden. stop was? Sweden. Stockholm, Sweden. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's given it a bit of no more touring for me as Elton John. I guess also because he's British, you would want to be as close to home as you when you end it. So you can just like duck off straight away and go like, hey, I'd, I'm good. Siri, how old is Elton John? I reckon he's 67. Elton John is 76 years old. 76 years old. Yeah, That's fair enough. Impressive. Fair enough to hang the microphone up at 76 years old. Honestly, I can't believe he got to 76. Producer Michael's in the studio right now. I, I really, hello, Mike, how are oh, you? Hi. I just I just want a litmus test with as many people as possible. My dog Cosmo's in here as well, but I don't think he should be able to answer this question. Um, do we believe him at all? Oh, not for, no, not for a second. No, not for a second. No, no, good. I'm glad. Ned, Michael's responded quickly. Ned, you seem a bit more on the fence? I think... Honestly, maybe. Maybe he's actually done. Knowing now, honest, because now that I know he's 76, because mm. I think that once you do like a big farewell tour, you need to give it a couple of years, maybe three or four, mm. to go away. Yeah. Do you think he's really going to come back at 79 to be like, yeah. I'm still standing? I do. I, I yeah. do. I really do. You I look think- at people like Tony Bennett and mm. people who are like really, really getting up there. Yeah. Who still do the one-off. Yeah. I, I think we need to institute, and this is kind of like the Lionel Hutz and the Simpsons suing the people who made the never-ending story for the story ending. Mm. We should be able to sue artists for doing farewell tours that are not their last tour. Certainly like, for if you example, buy a ticket, if, if yeah. Kiss ever comes back to Australia, mm. you should be allowed to sue Gene Simmons because they're advertising this as, like, the last time ever. Yep. They're not saying farewell tour. They're saying the last shows in Australia ever. I will never be on a stage again 
in Australia, yeah. you should be able to sue if yeah. they break that sort of verbal contract. I think so too, because especially if they make your like you pay extra money for the yeah. tickets as or, well, or you reorganize stuff you couldn't yeah. because you're like, well, I'm not going to miss seeing Kiss. I want to see Kiss, so I'm going to do that. Same thing with Elton John. I mean, Elton John's is a little more. What is the yellow brick? Were you fair, but fair yeah, yeah. the yellow mm-hmm. brick? Right? Kisses is this is the last yeah. time we're ever yeah. performing in I, Australia. It, it's odd to call a stadium tour. Yeah, this is it. We Don't, won't we're see you again. Never yeah. coming back. As a matter of fact, I won't even touch foot in Australia again. I'm happy to cross it off the list. Kiss need to actually never come back again or perform the "This Is Me" from The Greatest Showman. So they can be like, <laughs> but rework it to "This Is It" and be like, "It's our new single. It's our new single, and it's just a song we perform." That's the technicality. Yeah, we need to change of pace. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they can yeah. do it. <laughs> we need to be done because otherwise we're going to get sued left yeah, and right, guys. To a high hell. <laughs> Josh, um, over the weekend, me, uh, well, it wasn't really me. My girlfriend and her friend are moving into an apartment together. So over the weekend, I went with her to a bunch of different rental you know what that is, don't you? What? That's, uh, that's moving in with the, with the friend mm. because the dovetailed are moving in with you's next. Yeah. Well, honestly, I was like, because I also want to move. I was mm. like, it's just too early in our relationship. But we I agree. No, no, no. <laughs> well, we were both like, it sucks that we haven't been dating for long yeah, enough. Because you want to just wish that little bit longer. It yeah. would be like the apartments we're sending each other are the exact same apartments. And I'm like, imagine if we just paid $100 less each and then got a house that's three times better than the ones we're looking at. Uh, and it's just you and I. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. we. Lenny like, would eat her cat. Yeah. That's probably the other thing I have but a problem with. If we combined what we're willing to pay in rent, we could get places where we could separate them and they would just live, they would coexist in the same house. in the roof. Yeah, Yeah, a cat run where we just feed the cat in the attic every time. But no, I'm very disappointed that we can't live together because I also understand what that would probably do to our relationship currently. I um, went through a bunch though because I like having looked through rental inspections. It's like a lot of fun. I do love an open home. I will go in there and if somebody wants to go, just like you said, I'll go as their support person and just enjoy seeing how every real estate agent does it a little bit differently, how people have their furniture laid out. I love it. You can also see because the ones I went to, no furniture in them. So for me, it was fun where I'm like, if I moved in here, where would I put everything? Like, Where would I put my stuff? I've often thought if I could pick a crime, if I was going to turn to a life of crime, sure. it would be home burglary because okay. I just enjoy looking at other people's houses. Yeah. Like, if there's a picture online, if there's I'll have a walkthrough of this celebrity's yeah. house, I love that stuff. I feel like that would be a very short-lived life I'd of be crime if it. you yeah. were spending an hour in the person's apartment being like, wow, look, look what, what they've, they've done. done. With the, the table setting in here, that can't be an everyday thing. This Surely. is a beautiful kitchen island. Yeah. This is fantastic. Oh, God, I've been arrested. I've been surrounded <laughs> by the police whilst I was just enjoying the scenery of this they house. They have a sauna in their garage? Amazing. I, because I wasn't living there, was able to go through pretty stress-free as well. I was just like, sort of like, oh, wow, this is nice. Doesn't matter oh, to you. This yeah. is a nice bathroom. This is a nice bedroom, whatever. On the uh, In the same vein, I also was like, the don't like this, yeah. whatever, this is pretty average, whatever. I started pointing out, like, flaws in the apartments because I was like, I know you can sometimes get very giddy about, like, moving into an apartment and you don't really look at the negatives of it as well and you're sort of like, ugh. Mm. I didn't notice until I moved in that the roof in the bedroom was, co- like, collapsing in or whatever. Um, I started pointing these things out to my girlfriend Sam and her friend. I was just like, hey, this is not good. And then I started being louder, and I was like, ah, the, the, all the paint on the roof here is peeling. This sliding door doesn't quite, quite at all. 
my girlfriend was like, you need to stop because the real estate agent who is going to give us these apartment potentially is outside of the room that we're currently standing in oh. and you're being very negative about something she's trying to sell. Yeah. So maybe stop doing that. Yeah, so you, you need them to like you. Exactly yeah. right. You're trying yeah. to win them over sort of and you don't know that, that you're sort of essentially doing an audition where you're walking through the yeah. apartment and they're sort of getting a gauge of who you are. If you're acting crazy, they're like probably not going to be like, I don't want to put my, I don't want to attach my name to this person and so the landlord gets mad at me because they've kicked holes in the walls and stuff. i be honest though, I probably put that on Sam a little bit for inviting you at all. That's, um, what, that's I mean, that's, I, yeah, I, I don't think you but can I be did, sensible for long periods of time. So I demanded to be there because I was very, very <laughs> curious about all of these things. Um, I then started having to act. Act, yeah. yeah. And, and mm-hmm. just save, like, remember the bad things that I'd noticed instead of saying them out loud. Just save them no- for the car. Exactly yeah, right. Yeah. Save them mm. for outside the building. But I was, I started, like, making a big deal about the things that were bad in a good way, so I'd remember them later. It comes across even worse. There was, like, mould behind the mirror, and I was like, oh, wow, the bathroom's lovely. And then when we got outside, I'm like, there was mould through yeah. the mirror somehow. What a delightful afternoon. Yeah. Can I just quickly say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. this is absurd, the amount we have to try and impress property managers. Property managers, are, when you get a good one, yeah. you, you you almost want to become friends with them yeah. and be like, can we just hang out forever? But it's that's a misconception. You've just got somebody who's good at their job. Exactly. When you have a bad property manager, the God complex that they they have, yeah. oh, 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 no. Like, yeah. why do you have to walk through a house and ignore black mold? Yes. Like, you shouldn't have to ignore and that. one of the houses, there was black you mold. You should be able to go, excuse yeah. me, are we doing something about the black mold without worrying? They're going, well, we're not having you. <laughs> Wow, yeah, okay, wow. someone's got a high standard wants, of living. Wants their lungs to be spore-free. <laughs> oh, a bit too hard work, I think. Like, what? Yeah, what are we going for This is here? ridiculous. Yeah, I will say getting a dog has certainly taken the God complex out of my landlord where she's like, I'm doing a rental inspection today at 10, and I'm like, all right, my dog's going to be there. Are you okay with that? And she's like, I could probably wait until you get yeah, home. Fantastic. And I was like, good, 11.30 it is. Yeah, see, the problem is when you've got a golden retriever, yeah. that makes them want to do it more. Yeah, They're yeah. like, yeah, no, we'll come around today, tomorrow, the day after, the day after that. Your rental inspection are going to go for an hour and a half each. <laughs> now, Ned, uh, look, went to winter in the city yesterday. Nice. Absolutely amazing. We we got there a little too late to do some ice skating, so we're actually going back this afternoon. So oh. we're getting we're getting all the winter in the city we can. It was so cold yesterday afternoon as well. You really felt like, felt like it you were was, in the city? It was amazing. And I don't know if the Canberra Centre have done this on, on purpose. I haven't been in there to see what it is, but there's like all Christmas trees up in the oh, part. You know, nice. you can see through and you can see where the big fountain is and then you can yeah. look in. There's like fairy lights and stuff. So it looked like we were at Christmas time. Beautiful. And the Christmas in all the movies as well. Home Alone style Christmas. North American Christmas. Yeah. I loved yesterday afternoon. Went down there with Carrie and the boys. Uh, They went nuts. They were tobogganing. They were making (laughs) little snowmen. They were loving making snowballs. And there is a, you know, those photo walls where you poke your head through? Yeah. And you become like a mermaid or you become a strong, strong man on the beach or whatever. Okay. Yeah. They've got them with perspex glass bubbles so you can put your head through and then someone can piff a snowball at the gla- the bubble. Right. So, and, that, and that's how they're doing snowballs. Yeah, so James Corden does a thing like that where you stand behind plexiglass and they fire food at you to see if you can't very, flinch. Very similar. I very, like very that similar. a lot. I actually really like that because no one's getting hurt, I suppose. Well, the problem is, the only issue, because winter in the city is a sight to be seen. There's lights. It's, it's, it's been beautifully set. It's like an alpine village in the middle of the city. Yeah. I have no issue. Cop Alive and the team have done a great job. It does make you want to nail people with snowballs. 
and you you when you get down there, if it's busy, you'll know what I mean. You very much can't do that. Yeah, there are people everywhere, and if you started throwing snowballs around, you're gonna get someone else. I don't care how accurate you are, you're gonna accidentally hit someone well, else. If by a nothing other than the spray of a, of a hit snowball, yep. that's the kind of the good part about having a snowball fight is that you can sort of do it up the side side of a mountain, uh, bar an avalanche, which I also don't think that's how they happen, other than in cartoons. Like you're not really gonna hit anyone. Like but you're gonna I, be okay. I just wanted to nail someone with a snowball. Feels satisfying. Yeah. I really feel like that was an aspect of this that I missed out on. And the, what about today? Get down there this afternoon with the skiing. This is the problem. It's going to still be so busy. Like, yeah. it's so popular at the moment, as it should be. It deserves to be as popular. But it, there are a lot of... I was making eye contact. There were dads there, and we were all making eye contact with each other going like... God, it'd be good to just unleash, though, wouldn't it? Just to absolutely start caning some kids with some snowballs. It would be, would be fantastic. Have a, um, like, a break room. Yeah. The break rooms they have, but, like, a ballroom. And not a ballroom that already exists, like a ballroom as in a snowball room. Yeah, so, so that's if you want to get into, if you want to engage in some hectic yeah. snowball fights, you go into this section. Much yeah. like a break room, well, it's like get, a paintball field. Yeah, yeah. well, I yeah, in everyone's like a, fair game if you're on this field. In a break room, they give you glasses and yeah. they give you like plates and stuff. They give you stuff to break. Maybe I would like there's a little bit there to be a like a mannequin. Oh yeah, I'd like a child. Oh, mannequin. so you could you could pick, you so could you pick could, yeah yeah then right. Then you can do it guilt free. Can I just say too, a poncho would be great. Just so you can just keep keep the clothes dry. You are such a complex man. Yeah. Okay. Because you want the fight, mm. but mm. not to get wet and from a safe distance. Yeah. 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 You're the kind of person I want to be put able to go Jack for a- Daniels in their hot cocoa at night. Yeah. Like you don't make sense. It's like, hang on, you want the extreme, but you're also being so like. I coddled about it. You want to be covered in bubble wrap, but you yeah. also want to be thrown off a cliff. Have you ever had a Kahlua shot in a hot chocolate? I have. Of yeah, course I have. Sensational. Yeah, look at me. It's <laughs> absolutely sensational. I just don't get why you are like this. You if, are such a, a confusing thing. For next year, yeah. winter in the city could not improve on anything. It is tremendous. They literally a toboggan ramp there with real snow. However, if there was a section where dads were allowed to go and nail, nail people with snowballs, yeah. that would be... Tremendous. That would be the only thing that's missing, in I my opinion. 100%. Look, I'm on board. Yeah, fantastic. Sounds like you also weirdly want styrofoam snowballs as well, though. No, so. no. No, I want the real deal. I just want to be protect- protected from... I want to be able to go for a chicken sizzle afterwards. <laughs> I don't want to be soaking wet. <laughs> Ned. Yeah? Margot Robbie. Love her. On the set of Barbie has apparently had a bit of a rule. Now, the rule, I think, is odd. Okay. But somewhat fair enough. I think filming a movie about Barbie is a little odd. It's a little odd. So Don't I get me wrong, I'm very excited, but it's an odd concept. Embracing the oddness of it all is apparently what... Um, Margaret Robert. Can we call Margot Robbie as a country? Can we call her Robbo? I wouldn't. <laughs> Just as like a, like a bit of a... Well, because Margot already is that. Why do you want Robbo? Margot no, Robbo? Because it adds like an extra layer of... I think, yeah. you know, people forget she's Australian sometimes. So it's like, she's call- ours. We can call... When she's here, like we call McDonald's Maccas, we can call Margot Robbie Robbo. I like you. You could call her Margie. Ah, go on, Margie. I have an Arnie Margie. Yeah. And so, like, it well, makes... Our, our collective, get on, your Arnie Marg. Our Arnie Marg has basically said on the set of Barbie, which she's a producer on, her and Greta Gerwig, the director, instilled a... According to Ryan Gosling, by the way, this is directly from Ken himself... <laughs> Once a week, everybody on set had to wear pink. 
Was it Wednesdays? Don't know. Don't know the day of the week. I don't know the day of the week. I wish I did. Yeah. We would just start doing it here in the studio. Well, I actually would be very on board for that. You've sort of, you've gone for I've like gone a... have gone for a very lavendery purple today. You've gone for a light grimace, yeah. I'll say. Yeah, it is a light grimace. It's a very light grimace. Purple hoodie this morning. I'm close to the pink. Not me, really. But, nah, you're um, in grey. I actually don't mind that. Here's the part that got weird. Mm. Apparently, there were fines handed out if you didn't wear pink on the movie set. Mm. What if you just? What if it's really not your color? Yeah. Like, what if it's really? I mean, it's unfortunate you <sighs> you don't go as a as a gaffer to the set to the set of Barbie expecting yeah. you have to get into the vibe because no. you're not going to be in the movie. So. I'm holding like mics and boom yeah, mics yeah. and stuff. Like, why do I need to be in pink? I, t- I don't get that. Yeah. I mean, and if pink's just not your color. Well, what can you do? You're like I look like a huge, I look like a humongous pimple when yep. I wear pink. Like I don't <laughs> shouldn't have to shouldn't have to be forced to wear it. I don't think you have to conform, but I will say that pink's a very forgiving color in that it has such a like a wide spectrum of you can go from hot pink oh, to yeah, like a call. lilac pink. You go to a pink that's potentially almost white. Exactly right. And then you just like wearing a white tee. Like you accidentally put a white t-shirt through with a Some, with a red shirt yeah, in the done, wash. Done, there you go. I think that counts. I think pink's very versatile, so I I'm was, saying that it's not that bad. It's ready to launch in here because I thought you know. The fines are a bit much. Arnie Marg, I thought the fines, what are you doing? You're a multi, multi-millionaire. You don't need well, them. She's donating the fines to charity. Say, yeah, she donated the fines. Going to she her. donated the fines to charity. <laughs> she's like, I, a- like, I originally thought outrageous, and then secondly thought, let's get a fine system off the ground here yeah. so I can earn some extra cash. And then I, saw the, then I saw the charity thing. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Right. Yeah, Margot Robbie's doing press for this. She's like, I've actually made $50 million, <laughs> and the movie's not even out yet. It's all from a lighting guy named Greg <laughs> who looks awful in pink. <laughs> How about some grain news? Grain news? Like people selling grains, like what you make bread and stuff out of. God, I remember, I think it must have been a legal obligation or something, but when I used to work at a radio station in the central west of New South Wales, it was a it was a top 40 radio station, yeah. but at 5.30 every morning, there'd be like a farm report that yeah. would go for seven minutes. That's, it is, yeah. yeah it's, it's hard to so forget yeah, where gr- you are. Honestly, grain news. Grain is bring quite it important. On, bring yeah. it on. Um, what's happened, it's not so much grain news, but it's actually... Old people using emoji news. Ah. And why I think we just need to, right now, as of the 10th of July 2023, go, enough, let's get some Enough clear. with the grain. Let's, and not, enough with the again, emojis. It's Okay, that's the one. It's not the grain. It's just a grain farmer who has essentially gone, hey, look, I am looking to get a contract, need a bunch of grains. What the hell's going on? Another farmer has gone. Great. He said, "Sir, this is a Dick Smith Electronics. Yeah, we don't, sell, we don't sell grain in here. In fact, we're not even a shop anymore. So I don't know what you're angry." Luckily, about. so Chris is the one who's like, "Hey, need a bunch of, uh, need a bunch of seeds. Needs a bunch mm. of flax seeds." As a, matter, as a matter of fact, Kent is like, "You know what? I have that exact thing. Here is a contract that I will come and deliver to you. No dramas. Here you go." Sends it through him on text. Sends the contract through on text. Yeah, just like have a look at it, like a PDF. Yeah. Chris, the guy who needs the grains, replies, doesn't say how old Chris is, but I'm going to guess Chris is maybe over the age of 60 because he replies to the contract that he's been sent with the thumbs up emoji. Oh, I can see where this is going. Turns up on the day Mm. that there is no grains to be delivered. And the guy's like, where the hell are my grains? And the guy's like, well, you didn't say yes. And he's like, I fired off a thumbs up emoji. That should be enough. That's an that's an agreement. That's, is a, it? that's a signature. That's a that's a that's an online that's, signature. That is insane. Well, not that according to a judge. Mate. What? Yeah, they've a, sided with him. A judge is saying that after ruling that a thumbs up emoji 
is enough to accept contractual terms. What? So the guy's like, yeah, I'm not delivering you your things because you didn't say anything. And the guy's like, I said a thumbs up emoji. Where the hell are my grains? And the guy's like, yeah, I guess we'll have to go yep, to court over this. And then so apparently a judge mad. is like, yep, thumbs up's that enough. That makes me so mad. And it makes me so mad for somebody who has a dad who uses the thumbs up emoji yeah. for everything. It can mean I have to interpret what it means 100%. at any given point. This is good. The judge has got to be another old person who's gone, I'm sick of having this argument with my kids. I'm going to set the legal precedent that it means thumbs up. Seems good. like the yes. only person who's probably under 40 is the guy who has the grains, yeah. who's like the contract, who sends a contract over text because that odd. Honestly, is quite a flippant way to get a contract to someone. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm saying that he's probably pretty young and very unaware of how to interpret just a thumbs up text. Does this mean now that the legal precedent has been set that that is now? Because I mean, I don't even care. I don't even care. This is appalling. This story is bizarre. Mm. But as long as we can lock in one thing that we can all legally point to, this is what the thumbs up means. I don't like locking this in though. I don't no, want this to my, be the answer. My dad sometimes uses the thumbs up as like, yeah, I've seen it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah I've said, I would love to lock in that it just means yes or it means okay. If we can get it as if a we confirmation. Get just one meaning for yeah. the thumbs up, that would actually improve my life a lot. I actually am on board for that as well. Just a thumbs up means yes. Yes. It doesn't mean I've seen it or I'll get back to this later. Or I'm, or, think, I'm still thinking about yeah. it, which is what my dad sometimes says. He'll be like, I'll send him a link to like, if we're going to go on a family yeah. trip to a, a hotel. Yeah. And he'll just send a thumbs up. And I go, okay, so I've booked it. He goes, well, hang on. Yeah. I'm like, no, you said yes. <laughs> It's like, what are we doing? Okay, so... It's yeah. not interpretive dance. No. This, it means a thing. And it now does. I guess this judge has helped yeah. us out because it does mean a thing. It means yes. We can all point back to this and go, you've said yes. A judge said you said yes. It doesn't matter this is in, that he's in Sacagawea in Canada. That doesn't matter. What matters is that we need some order in this world. All right, and back. I'm sick of the errant thumbs up being sent willy-nilly. Good. I'm glad we've got to the bottom of this, but I'll tell you what we're not at the bottom of. This man get his grain. I think he's going to eventually get his grain. He's going to get his grain. And you know what? That's all that matters. Great grain update. (laughs) Josh, um, there's some words in life that I just assume someone came up with and there's no real meaning behind it other than someone's like, well, all words words are made up, so here's my crack at one. Twix is one of the things that I thought was just like a brand name. Yeah, not a real thing. Like Velcro. Like that wasn't a word before someone made Velcro. And then they were just like, this is called Velcro. I thought that was the same as like, we've combined these two chocolate bars together and that should be called a Twix. Here's a new word for it. Exactly. Turns out not so much. It actually does mean something. Is it an acronym? It's not an acronym. Like it's not uh, tasty, wily, interesting, sexy... Well, no, what's where's the S in Twix? That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was I trying must to think of admit, yeah, I yeah. think my brain then went for the X and turned it into an S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the X and S kind of sound the same. So in your mind, sexy was spelled XXXY. Yeah, yeah I'm an sexy. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> or I spent too long on the internet. Exactly. Uh, it doesn't, no, it's not one of those. I thought it was something like that as well, but I was like, what would X stand for? Would you like to try and guess what? It's like shorthand is what it actually is. It's a, I really, because I knew that this was Twix before we went into the song, so I'm trying to, I've been trying to think this whole time. I yeah. can't think of what it stands for. I mean, it's the perfect name. Once it's like completely dissected like this, it really is the perfect name for what it is. Twix, Twix is only one, isn't it? It's not two in the packet. It's two in the packet, yeah. Is it, so is it's it like, a thing on Twin? Yes. It is. I, someone asked, I guess, the people at Twix, does Twix stand for Twin Biscuit Sticks? 
twin and the, sticks. And they essentially said, yeah. It's twin sticks. It stands for twin sticks. That's Twix. tremendous. Yeah, that is great. It's once just you the know, name of what it's it is. satisfying. Like, yeah. Once you know that, that's just a satisfying thing to know. I think that the people who name chocolates are severely underappreciated. Because M&M's... Similarly, mm-hmm. it's what they are. So many You're getting an M and an M and, and an M and an M and another M and another M. So many M's. Yeah, great call. Exactly. A boost. It's got mm. so much sugar in it. It gives you a boost. Yeah, like, very, very quick. Very quick there and very quick gone. Kit Kat is the same. It's like the native sound it breaks. Kit- yeah. It, like I think you, you're right. Kit Kat, mm-hmm. when you snap it. Mars makes less sense. It does. But yeah. The guy's last name was Mars. Yeah, okay. So we were just like, that was when it was like, let's just put our names on stuff how and many, that'll be the names of things. How many through that guy's life do you think... How many times do you think he played on Mars Bar? What do you mean? You want to check out my Mars Bar? Oh, yeah. yeah. I reckon he would have used that joke <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. nonstop. I His family would have been like, enough. Yeah. Enough of the Mars Bar joke. Maybe it didn't get popular until after he died. I hope yeah. that's, that's certainly what I, I would imagine. He's for his family yeah. as well. His family yeah. would have been like, God, this uh, is insufferable. The worst dad joke ever built yeah. in. We get it. And then also probably when they released the fun size ones, they're like, what about now? Huh? <laughs> no, what about now? Actually, that's like, not no, funny. No, 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 Stop no, no, the joke. Yeah, Stop yeah, the joke. It's like a terrible joke. Why'd anybody make this joke? Ned. Uh, brand new technological innovation to supermarkets. I'm very excited. It's in the category, too, of us kicking nature's ass, like just yeah. really taking what we need from nature. And but, I, I'm, at when the time is right, a proponent of that. Yeah, I, it does feel really, really mm-hmm. good when you're like, I have so much of the upper hand over nature that no one can stop me. I've often said, um, and uh, we've agreed, I believe, this isn't a contentious issue, no. that um, while the environment does need our help, there is something primarily satisfying about eating a cheeseburger while driving a car. Yeah. You're like, you know what? I'm winning. I'm eating a cow while yeah. driving at 100 kilometers an hour powered by dinosaur bones. This is me dominating nature. It's not a healthy way. It's We've been doing it too long. Exactly right. But no. there is something strangely satisfying about it. And it is strange that it becomes more satisfying the worse it is for the environment as well. It's At least in my eyes. It's, it's very, like, if the car is worse, it gets less kilometers by the... V8. Yeah. It's decadent. If it's a um, V8, then that somehow makes the cheeseburger taste better. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, but this is in that category, but not in a way that harms the environment. Okay, which great. Is the best case. You get to go, we're dominating nature, but it actually doesn't hurt nature. Yeah. Onions are now available at supermarkets that don't make you cry when you chop them. Oh, wow. So We've chemically like- engineered them to remove the enzyme that apparently makes your tear ducts activate. Yeah. Gone. Gone. It's out of the onion now. It doesn't make the onion taste any different. We've wow. just removed the thing we don't like, and now you've got onions you can chop all day long without getting getting a bit teary about it. That's incredible. That is. really is amazing. Do you think this is exactly how they felt when they took seeds out of grapes or yep. watermelons? Mm-hmm. They were like, mm-hmm. how exact have you managed in- to figure this out? Exact same ca- uh, category of innovation. That was impressive back then, because now when I see a seedless watermelon, I'm like, that's the way it should be. Great. Mm-hmm. You've, you've correctly prepared a watermelon. We get that stuff mode. happening with mandarins. I, I'm unaware of a seedless mandarin yet. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think mand- mandarins are too much of a freak fruit. I don't think enough people are having them to do the kind of research we need into yeah. getting the pips out of them. I, I, I'm just saying. I love mandarins, but not everybody does. I would also say that if you got rid of the pips of mandarins, that's you're taking out a considerable chunk of the mandarin as well. So you, is think that the mandarins, you think the mandarins have pips in them and the scientists will not do anything about that because Woolworths and Coles would lose too much money money because obviously fruit fruit is by weight. What does Are that you get saying replaced too many with? too many pips would go out which yeah. would make the which would make the weight less. More more mandarins for your dollar. I'm saying you're getting yeah more flesh in your mandarin than yeah. you necessarily would Don't with like a the seed. Word flesh. Yeah. Well 
mean, that's what you would call it, mandarin it, flesh. I mean, I know yeah. that's what you call <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. but it's just I don't know if I like that. Look, I actually, now that I've thought about it, don't know if I'm super on board with the onion idea because I love sending like people a Snapchat when I'm crying, being like, oh, my God, I don't know how I'm going to get through it. Cutting onions, I ah, mean. Ah, yeah, the yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. jokes would be gone. I mean, it does, and that really only happens once every, like, month when and I'm cutting somebody, onions. somebody who gets a lot of those Snapchats, yeah. I'm probably fine with that yeah. trade-off, to be honest. <laughs> if they stop and I don't have to cry while chopping onions, yeah. it's a win-win, I actually think. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Red Energy, for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Canberra's Hit 104.7.